Remy and Casey on 92.3 W.I.L. What up, Wednesday? Wednesday. It's supposed to be a little bit warmer today. Is it? I think it's supposed to get to like 60-something by the afternoon. That's fantastic because it's like... 25 now. That's what it feels like outside, at least. It's terrible. You want to drag on Wednesday? Do legs on Monday. I'm feeling it today, that's for sure. I know. We both decided on Monday we were going to, after the show, go to our respective gyms and have leg day. And fully knowing that Wednesday was going to be tough. Man. And I could feel it before I even stepped out of bed. Yeah, I just wanted to get leg day out of the, out of the way this week. Just get it done. I remember in high school feeling sore the next day. Mm. Now that I'm 37, it's it's, every other. it's two days. Yeah. It's just like when you when you get a little tipsy and then you feel that two days later. That I haven't caught yet. <laughs> it's coming. <laughs> uh, today we've got Sam Hunt tickets at 730. We're going to play Hunt the Lie again. Uh, Darius Rucker tickets up for grabs at 8 a.m. with the big three. We've got a fun show today. Uh, I'm really excited about uh, what we're doing at 830. Uh, a little Morgan Wall and Miley Cyrus duet, maybe. Hmm. We'll talk then. Thanks for joining us. Bringing Nashville to St. Louis with KC Covers Country on 92.3 WIL. New country artist resurrecting some of the older generations. First off, we've all heard Cole Swindell's version of Heads Carolina. Heads Carolina, tales California, maybe she'd fall for a boy from South Georgia. But that song really took off and brought Jody Messina's name back up in a way that I don't think he expected to do when he put it out. And our girl Alexandra Kay has kind of done the same thing, also using Jody Messina in her song Backroad Therapy. Jody singing bye-bye, catch you later. And next thing we know, Jody Messina, she's stepping out on the Today Show stage to show off a greatest hits album. Okay. I don't, Capitalizing, I like that. Right. Yeah. I mean, it, you gotta strike while the iron's hot for the second time, 20 years later. It's when these new artists keep hyping up the older ones that make us as listeners, I think, have appreciation all over again. Yeah, a little nostalgia. It's the same way as back in 2020 when Kelsey Ballerini put out a song with Shania Twain. Next thing we know, Shania Twain's getting on stage with Harry Styles at Coachella. Next thing we know, Shania's like, let me just make an album and go on tour for the first time since literally 20 years ago. I think Jody Messina is just like at home playing Wordle and then all of a sudden she's like on she's the Today like, Show performing yesterday. <laughs> oh, yeah. I can do that. Oh, a Greatest Hits album? Sure. I gotta stop doom scrolling. Time to get out of here on the road again. I... Also, is it just me or... Because of streaming now, does a Greatest Hits album just feel so obsolete? A little bit. Yeah. Like, to me, it almost just kind of feels like something to put on that artist's resume. Like, they have enough hits to have a greatest hits album. But, like... You know what I did see? I saw someone uh, posted a Morgan Wallen compact disc. Like, they purchased the CD of his latest album. So, I think it's just maybe a... It's a thing. You want a physical, tangible thing, you can get a CD. You want to be nostalgic, go to the greatest hits album. Whatever. You know? Yeah. I mean, no hate to her at all for doing it. Not I think at all. it's great. But I did have that thought of like, if I was an artist now, I don't know. I don't know that I'd be making a greatest hits album. 
but it is Jody Messina. She's got the greatest and the hits, so it all makes sense. And I will post the video of her performing on the Today Show to our Facebook and Instagram. And she didn't get on the Today Show and rock new music at all. It was very much like um, Heads Carolina, Tails Carolina, Lesson Leaving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, all the good ones. So catch that on our socials. Remy and Casey. Casey, do you think that splitting the bill at a restaurant evenly is okay? Hypothetical situation, me, you, our promotions director are out at a business lunch. Mm -hmm. I go, let's just split it evenly. You cool with that? There's some factors that need to go into that. Um, Because normally everybody would just pay for themselves, but also like, was there an appetizer? Mm -hmm. Did we take shots? <laughs> At lunch, are, yes. These are two of the things that always makes it be like, ah, you know what? Let's just split it down. It was straight even. It's fine. Yeah. The past couple of weekends I've been traveling and I've been like eating dinner and lunch with people that, you know, I would normally pay for, if that makes sense. Uh, 314-699-4766. That is our text line. Do you work in the restaurant industry? What is the best way to do this? Because I always feel like you get at the end of your meal and it's um, it's annoying to be like, we need three checks or we need four checks. But on the other side of it, it's also annoying for someone to be like, let's just split it evenly, not knowing what everybody got and how much it was. I don't feel like it's annoying to say that you have X amount of checks. I mean, I know sometimes like waiters and waitresses can struggle with it based on the formatics, but like if there's 10 people at that table, I expect you to kind of know that you're going to get 10 checks. <laughs> yeah. Or at least five if everybody's like a couple or whatever. Right. A new poll found that a third of us don't think that splitting a restaurant bill evenly is a good idea unless everyone's order costs the same. Lauren and I were at a dinner years ago with friends, but they were like business friends. They weren't like like our good, good friends that we've got now. Yeah. We went to a fancy dinner. I fully expected paying over $100 for my meal. It was one of those kinds of places. Uh, We were there. The friend's wife ordered three appetizers. And we're not talking like cheap appetizers, like shrimp and crab and lobster and all that kind of stuff. And then you guys split it down the middle. At the end of the meal, the guy goes to the waiter, we'll just split it evenly. And I go... Hold on in my mind. This is all happening in my mind. Yeah, because you would never out loud. No, wait a second. King of passive aggressive. Yeah, and she didn't even like offer it up to the table. Like, hey, you want to try my squid? So she ate all of the appetizers and then you guys paid for half? That's the thing is she didn't even eat all the appetizers. There's nothing I want. I didn't want squid. not a fan of squid or octopus or whatever she got. Mm -hmm. Anyways. I was very upset. It was like a difference of $50. Yeah. You got to You got to know who you're going to dinner with. If if, if somebody's going to try and pull that like straight half down the middle thing, yeah. you got to be prepared. Man. 314-699-4766. Do you work in the restaurant industry? What is the best way to do all this? Is it just one person pays and then we all Venmo that person? Is that the easiest? Splitting it down the, down the middle? How does it go? Let us know. Hey, what if I asked and we were at lunch, uh, Casey, can I try a bite? of yours, what would you say? I would give you a bite. Yeah? Yeah. If I just came over with my sloppy fork to your plate and just like scoop something up. Can you imagine, (laughs) like, can you imagine if I would have looked you in the eye and said no? You know, like, I feel like if someone says that, you can't just say no. 
I'm fully expecting you to say no to any request I have. Okay, to you, I would feel comfortable <laughs> saying no. But for most people, I feel like I'd get in a little shell and be like, okay, yeah. yeah. We're talking about splitting checks evenly and how a third of people are like not okay with that. They want to pay what they want, what they ordered, they want to pay for. Kim on the text line says a server shouldn't be upset with more checks. That means more tips unless it's a place where like six or eight or more and the gratuity is included. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Jeannie says, just tell the person, just tell the waiter or waitress at the beginning that I'm on a separate ticket. I always forget to do that. Yeah, though. a lot of times they ask at the beginning, but that's a good idea. Yeah. Uh, what's the best way? Do you work in the restaurant industry? What What do you prefer? 314-699-4766. That is our text line. Lace them up. It's time for sports with Remy and Casey. The big question everybody has is, will we be seeing more of Travis Kelsey in Hollywood after his debut on SNL? Oh, man, I don't know if I'm an actor. The athletes, uh, we always don't transition, you know, into different worlds. I think they saw me having fun, and that's what they really saw. I love it. I don't know if I really have talent, though. Of course. A lot of people believe you're the greatest Titan ever. Now, after the second Super Bowl, do you believe you're the greatest ever? Nah, there's a lot of great tight ends out there. I can't just say I'm the best. I, I know I'm taking advantage of this situation, though. Dang. He's so humble. So humble, so modest. Listen to him. Do you think Tom Brady would say, yes, I am the greatest of all time? I think so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, I think and I think if Tom Brady was on SNL and this woman came up to them and, and was like, oh, do you see a future in acting? Tom Brady would be like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think the only other current tight end that I could see is Gronkowski being up there with him. You know my knowledge about tight ends, but I'd say I appreciate Travis's modesty here. I just feel like it's like a LeBron-Michael debate where they both have their strengths in different areas. Yeah. I don't know. Oranges and cuties, you know? And cuties? Oranges and cuties. Like, they're the same, but different. (laughs) They're a little different. Uh, We just like Kelsey better because he is, you know? I think that's... (laughs) We like him better because he's here. (laughs) Yeah, because he's here. And he's funny, and we like him. Simo's uh, trip to the NCAA tournament was their first in 20 years, and unfortunately, it was very short-lived. They lost to Texas A&M Corpus Christi last night, 75-71. to 71. Yeah. So, unfortunately, Simo is out. However, we still have a couple teams in. Mizzou takes on Utah State tomorrow at 1240, and Illinois takes on Justin Moore and the Arkansas Razorbacks tomorrow at 3.30. Celebration green bean casserole if the Razorbacks win. Mm. <laughs> Made by Justin Moore. Gosh. I heard it's grandma's recipe. So, uh, If you need some help with your bracket, they say by picking the top-seeded team from each reg- region as the final four contestants and working backwards from there, you'll have a higher bracket score on average than by picking the winners out of the first round and then going from there. Mm. So everybody usually starts in the first round. They go, okay, who's winning this one? Who's winning this one? They go all the way up to the top. They say start from the start from the final four and then go backwards. Yeah. So I don't know why I'm giving you that tip, Casey. I don't know why either, since we're supposed to ha- be having a little a little bracket ourselves. Yeah. If you can only pick one bracket, then leaning on those top seeds really helps a lot. But it gets tricky when an eight faces a nine or a seven faces a ten. So there's no, really no rhyme or reason, and there is a reason they call it. Madness, March Madness, that is. So anything can happen. Well, that's great because I won't be looking at stats to begin with. (laughs) Uh, One mathematician put it this way. You have better odds of winning the Powerball with two consecutive tickets than getting a perfect bracket. Mm. Yeah. So 
Uh, if you're trying to get that perfect bracket, probably not going to happen. Don't take it too seriously. Yeah, right? That'll all start. Uh, round one starts tomorrow, and then the madness will begin. The Blues take on the Wild tonight at home. Puck drop at 8.30, and you can always find more uh, bracket knowledge. It's Keeping Up With Casey on 92.3 WIL. Look out, world. A new redhead is on the way. Lindsay Lohan expecting a baby. All right. Congratulations. After getting married in 2022, the 36-year-old Lindsay Lohan is expecting her first child with her husband, Bader Shamas. I have no idea who that man is, but I feel that it's best that way. I love when a celebrity marries somebody who's not in the limelight. This man's actually a banker from the Persian Gulf, so he's very much removed from Hollywood. Sounds good rich. Thing. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> I think he's right on her level, but also isn't involved with all the bad stuff, which is probably exactly what she needs. And Lindsay made the announcement by simply posting a onesie that said, coming soon. I'm so excited for this. Uh, Katie Heron is pregnant, guys. And I Katie really- Katie Heron got pregnant, so that means I'm going to get pregnant. Yeah, right? I really hope that Regina George called her mom. And it was true. <laughs> and it was true this was time, true. you know? Yeah. <laughs> I know, super exciting. Um, usually... A celebrity, when they're making these announcements, they won't pass up any opportunity to take a photo shoot, like a maternity shoot, showing off the baby bump and yep. stuff. This didn't happen this time. She only posted a onesie that said coming soon, which made me feel like there's a good opportunity that she's having baby by surrogate. Oh. So we don't even know. Like, coming soon, she didn't give a month. She didn't say much of anything, so... I think this baby could be well done cooking. It could be coming out in a month for all we know, right? I don't know. I feel like a lot of celebrities are very, you know, they're very, uh, they want their privacy during these times now. And maybe we won't see a baby bump ever. And I appreciate if that doesn't, if that's also the case, like I'm super just guessing. Yeah. But my estimated guess here is that she would be using a surrogate. And as long as the baby's healthy, obviously it doesn't matter. Obviously if it's got 10 fingers, 10 toes, freckles on the face, red hair, would the world not just die if she was lying to us and she was actually having twins? Yo, we better be getting a parent trap too. That's all I gotta say. Oh my that. gosh, crazy. All I say. As weird and as messed up as that movie is when you really think about it. Well, yeah. Better get a parent trap too out of this thing. Yeah, of course. Either way, congrats to Lindsay Lohan. Very exciting news for her. And um I get it was like what you said a few months ago about Paris Hilton. You never really considered the day when Paris Hilton would be like a mom. I yeah. never really considered a day when Lindsay Lohan would be like, I'm having a baby. I like that. I like that she's been through. Like she's been through so much over the past so several years, and I feel like she's she's on the other side of it. She's made right? her comeback. Yeah, she's living her best life, and we love to see it. Real news is lame. This is unprofessional news on ninety two three WIL. Casey, you like beer? Sure. Yeah. What do you normally drink though? If I'm out at a bar, like we're at Ballpark Village. You're making your own little concoction, I gotta be honest. Right now, yeah, I am. I tr I'm, I've I'm. never liked vodka, but I'm trying to force myself to like it. So I'll get a vodka water, and then I bring a little Crystal Light pack with me and just 
And people are probably looking at me like, who is that girl about to drug? It's me. Just put a little crystal light on there. Mio, I've seen you do that before. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's not bad. I feel like it makes it taste a lot better. Yeah, especially like a vodka drink that's just bitter to begin with. Would you, or do you, do you enjoy the taste of beer? No. It's not something you enjoy? No. Just there for a purpose? Well, if you do love the taste of beer, Coors Light has something for you. I don't mind the taste of beer, but this is weird. They just came out with popsicles. Beer-flavored popsicles. Tell me. They're meant to coincide with March Madness, which just started. They're non-alcoholic, which makes it even more weird. So the whole family can enjoy them together. Can you imagine my kids? They're non-alcoholic. <laughs> They're non-alcoholic. You still have to be 21 to buy them, which is okay. weird, though. Okay, you know what? I actually kind of like it now. <laughs> family sweet, cores, popsicles together, stick together. Just because, like, if it was alcoholic, there's... There is no man out there who's going to let me just go get a little popsicle <laughs> after work, you know? But I feel like for, like, women, totally, I can, I can totally see, you know, how they'll make the, they'll do the same thing with, like, popsicle margaritas and stuff. And that's like, fine. That's yeah. that. But, like, now that you've made it unalcoholic, I love this. I love this for the recovering addicts. I love this for the kids who think that they're really doing something here when they're not. I love this for anybody who's really trying to get... The like, cause you know, you drink beer for the first time and you're like, ugh. But then you gotta like make yourself like it and do it. Like, just keep drinking it. I love it for those people. Turn it up some. Your points are so far off. It's ridiculous. What is the point of them making this? <laughs> it's it's good for the kids who want to feel like they're doing something. <laughs> Without actually doing anything, you know? Where's the damage? (laughs) The popsicles are being called Coorsicles, and they're available at more than 800 bars throughout the country. So you can get them at a bar, or you can get them online for $20 for a six-pack. That is the most expensive popsicle ever. I'm assuming the majority of that is they're going to have to send them to you frozen, I would imagine. Maybe some dry ice. Maybe the shipping is going to be expensive. I don't know. There's only a limited number, so you know you won't get them. They're probably already sold out. But you do have to be 21 to order. I think that's just because you have to be 21 to be at CoorsLight.com. On the website, yeah. Yeah. I usually, I hate when beer companies do things like this. Like how Bush has their own soap and it smells like Bush Light. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I hate that. I hate (laughs) these kind of PR products. But this, I think it's actually hilarious. And I think it's got a lot of uses that we're not considering. She already started writing a five-paragraph essay about why it's awesome. <laughs> so, uh, like the intern that thought of this idea, it, they're getting big ups this week. Yeah, lots of uh, lots of lots of green lights, I guess. Uh, oh, sorry. <laughs> Remy and Casey. All right, we've got Sam Hunt tickets up for grabs right now. If you can hunt the lie, it's basically two truths and a lie. I'll give you three prompts. You'll tell me which one is the lie when you call 314-954-9230, and you can win those Sam Hunt tickets. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right, here we go. Is it a truth or is it a lie? Number one, he says the inspiration for Body Like a Back Road was actually inspired by a girl he dated in college with dry skin. He says her body actually felt like a back road. Number two, despite being a large manly man, Sam Hunt is a fan of cats. In fact, he has a rescue cat named Dandelion. And number three, his favorite place to write music is the woodshed behind his house. Nothing creepy about that at all. Find the lie and you can win Sam Hunt tickets. You know what it is, Casey? I know what it is. 
Well, you can't. Don't don't say anything right Obviously. now. Obviously. 314-954-9230. If you can find the lie, you will win the Sam Hunt tickets. This is Jess. Hey, Jess. We're going to hunt the lie here for Sam Hunt tickets. I'm going to give you the clues one more time. Tell me which one is the lie. He says the inspiration for Body Like a Back Road was actually inspired by a girl he dated in college with dry skin. He said her body was actually like a back road. Uh, number two, despite being a large manly man, Sam Hunt is a fan of cats. He actually has a rescue cat. And number three, his favorite place to write music is in the woodshed behind his house. What is the lie? I feel like it should be one just because it's <laughs> not the nicest. But Is that your final answer? Yes, one. I mean, come on. It actually came from, I guess Sam Hunt tends to just write down catchy titles in his phone every once in a while. And he sat down with Zach Kroll, Shane McAnally, and Josh Osborne, and they knocked it out. They couldn't believe that there wasn't a song that was like this already out there. So uh, that's how that all came to be. 24 weeks at number one, by the way. Awesome. All right, congratulations. You're going to see Sam Hunt. Perfect. I am excited. Thank you so much. Remy and Casey. All right, time for the big three. Casey in the hot seat today. Jeremy and Alton will be playing right alongside Casey. You want to spin the wheel? Oh, let's go! Wow. That's a good one. All right. Uh, the game is, you should probably know this, March Madness Edition. <sighs> You're kidding. I'm not. I, look, I, you, you spun. I'm glad our boss listens when you pull this-ish. I didn't pull anything. When you start. You pulled the wheel. Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right, Jeremy, you're going to be playing along as well. If at any point Casey needs your help, we might pop over to you. So be ready for that. At the end of this, you're going to guess how many Casey got right out of three. And if you are correct, you'll get the tickets. Are you ready, Casey? Yep. Question number one. In basketball, there are three different shots that you can make that would result in points. Three points, two points, and one point. What shot would give you just one point. Um, a free throw. Final answer? Yeah. Question number two. How many rounds are there in the NCAA tournament every year? Round. Round. Oh, my gosh. I'm trying to think about a bracket. Yes. Because that's the only way I can imagine. It's a good visualization. Oh, uh, five. So no, there's like seven or eight. Ah! Remember, okay, you still have Jeremy. Now I'm going to Jeremy. Jeremy, how many rounds are there? I think there's 16. 16. Okay. 16. 16 is Doesn't that. Doesn't that just really feel like a lot? You're going to go with this like a lot. I know. Are you going to go with that answer? Hang on. Does round mean like this section and then this one and then the middle one? And then? It means round. And your visualization, yes. I'm right. Yes. Oh my gosh, 16 is just a lot. Five, four, three, two, one. Eight. Eight. Final answer? I guess. Question, oh, I'm sorry, Jeremy. Question number three. Name one of the number one seeded teams this year at the NCAA men's basketball tournament. We talked about this. It's not SEMO. It's not SEMO. SEMO's out. Was out. <laughs> one? Just one of the number one seeds. We talked about Utah. We talked about... It's not Villanova. It's Texas. 
I bet you Jeremy could have helped you on this one. I know. <laughs> Sorry, Jeremy. We only get one phone a friend. Um, oh, my gosh. All right. I need an answer. I'm going with Duke. Duke. Final answer. I guess. All right. Jeremy, let's get you back on the phone here. How many out of three do you think Casey and I guess your, yourself got right today? I'm going to say one. <sighs> so sorry, Jeremy. Only one right. Casey. Casey. It's always weird whenever you get one right and you still play the Casey wins thing. Hey, I guess technically you if did. If I win, Jeremy yes. wins, and he was right. I got one right. What did? What, can we go through these? Yes. In basketball, there are three different points that you can score. You did get that right. Free throw for one point. Hello. I was gonna say, didn't you cheer? You should know these things. Yeah. Number two, how many rounds are there in the NCAA tournament? There are six rounds, mm. not including the play-in round that is currently going on. Jeremy's 16, girl? What are you trying to do out here? Okay. Uh, and number three, name one of the number one seeded teams in this year's tournament. It would be Houston, Alabama, Kansas, and Purdue. Oh, and we talked about Kansas. We yeah, did. We, we did. Yeah, we mentioned all those all at right. some point during sports this week. So, well, congratulations, Jeremy. You are going to see Darius Rucker. Uh, we might... Oh, uh, we're brushed up now. I think we can start the tournament. We should be good to go tomorrow. I'm not going to be good to go. I don't <laughs> care what you say. Bringing Nashville to St. Louis with Casey Covers Country on 92.3 WIL. Sam Hunt addressing his 2019 DUI arrest and ramifications in a brand new song called The Night I Got Locked Up. Okay. So he just took the stage at the Ryman Auditorium for CRS, which is known as Country Radio Seminar. Marty Brooks, our afternoon guy, is there right now. All the radio industry is there. If you play country music, you're also there. Yeah. I I'm sorry. I should say all the people that make decisions about what music goes on the radio are at CRS right They're now. They're there, which is why we're here. You know, <laughs> yeah, we just we get to no play decisions. It. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, Sam Hunt goes on stage to perform his brand new song all about um, his arrest for a DUI in 2019. You remember this? I do. He I remember was, being upset. He was, it was obviously a DUI, but he was like driving down the wrong way of a one-way street yeah. in Nashville. Anyway, the song is not released yet. He gave everybody at CRS like a first a first listen and some of the lyrics go the night I got locked up everything went wrong the night I got messed up I should have just stayed home picked up my phone what can I say I thought you'd walk away but you stood by your man like Ta Tammy Wynette did everything when you should have just quit no but you showed me love kept going when the going got tough the night that I got locked up and part of me when I first read this was like why is he releasing a song about a controversy that happened in 2019, like four years later, just to get people talking about it uh -huh. all over again. And I was kind of like, what, what, Sam, what are we doing here? But then I thought there's probably a ton of people out there who have had moments like this and maybe found themselves in a hard time and had certain people in their lives who have supported them and was there to help them get through it. Just like family, like the way in this song, Sam Hunt is talking about his wife, Hannah Fowler, as, you know, he has seen quite a few scandals in his career yeah. at the least you know over the last 10 years who knows what came before that but um he essentially in the song says like you really should have could have would have walked away but you didn't and you stood by me and now we have a family and we've daughter and it's all because you didn't give up 
She did, though. She did. She <laughs> filed she, for divorce twice. And then she didn't. I guess they're back <laughs> together. I don't know. They they called off their divorce before their daughter was born last May. So it sounds like he's got a whole album of, of, uh, of stuff here. You know what I mean? Yes. And... He has a divorce album and a not divorce album at the same time. Right. <laughs> you, hear, you think about all these things like, okay, well, say an artist who writes such amazing music settles down and gets happy. Then what are they going to find the inspiration to write about again? Because Sam Hunt, like his first breakout album was all about this girl, Hannah Fowler. Then he yeah. married her. Yeah. Now what's he going to write about? You know, bodies like back roads. <laughs> So I feel like this next album that he's about to drop, it's probably going to be really good because he, they've gone through a lot. Yeah. He's gotten arrested. They've almost gotten divorced twice, had a daughter. There are some other things I'm missing for And sure. that's another thing is he hasn't really talked about that DUI night. No. And what a perfect time when you've got a bunch of people who make decisions decisions about music standing there in front of you in Nashville. So To get a little personal, to get a little vulnerable. It's drama. It's dramatic. It's what people like to, to listen to. I wouldn't doubt if we'll be playing that song on the station before too long. Casey Covers Country is brought to you by Offenberg. There's new Tellurides in Offenberg, Kia, in Shiloh. Remy and Casey. Casey, I don't know if you saw or heard this on TikTok recently, but there's this thing going around about Morgan Wallen where if you isn't there always if you pitch up his voice, he sounds exactly like a female singer. And I want I want you to see if you can tell who it is. So That is Morgan, and this is Morgan uh, pitched up a little bit. Doesn't that sound exactly like Miley, Miley Cyrus? Cyrus. It's, just, it's Morgan Wallen pitched up. I'll play it again. Especially like Hannah Montana age, Miley Cyrus. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I guess I could play around with the pitch a little more and, and get it to sound more like her now. But oh my gosh, like the rasp is there. Everything is there. It's hilarious. So I was like, I wonder what other country artists would sound like pitched up or down. So I uh, I played around. He says, so I stole some songs off the internet. I did. And here we go. <laughs> little Garth Brooks. I better let you change. Okay, Garth. I could have missed the pain. Now, who on earth could Garth sound like pitched up? I think at the beginning, it's the beginning of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The more you listen to the song, it, it kind of it departs from Reba a little bit. But gosh, that sounds exactly like Reba. And then I went even further and I said, I wonder what Carrie Underwood would sound like pitched down. Okay. All right, here's it pitched down. Is that Randy Hauser? It's Randy Hauser. It is Randy Hauser. Come on. It's that. Uh, it's the growl. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Just one more time. I think we've discovered something. Like everybody's the same. <laughs> Just pitched up. It's a the country music if, Illuminati. Do you sound like me pitched down? 
Like if I pitched your voice down, would you sound like me? No. Yeah, that's probably true. I don't think so. That's I think we're true. on the same <laughs> I wonder who else this works for though. <laughs> that's crazy. Should we start branching out of genre and try to see? I'm going to go. I'm going to the internet right now. I'm going to go find some more. <laughs> <laughs> we were just talking about this trend that's going around of... How Morgan Wallen sounds like Miley Cyrus if you pitch him up. So this is what it sounds like. Crazy. If Miley Cyrus and Morgan Wallen don't do a duet at some point. Oh yeah. My gosh. Ugh, that would be like a whole That would be a perfect harmony. My gosh. So I went on and I was like, I wonder if out of genre this is still the case. So I found Adele. Go. And then I took that and I, I I pitched it down. Tell me who this sounds like. That is oh, Sam, Sam Smith. Smith. I just got the chills. Is it the is it just the British thing? Is that why? I don't care. <laughs> uh, it's so the hung me, babe. That part? Oh my yeah. gosh. Okay, let's try uh, let's try some rap. Kill, Okay. Who is this? It's Jay-Z. Did Nikki just turn into Jay-Z? What is happening? We this, can't be the only ones who hear this right now. This is like crazy music inception right now, thanks to the internet. My gosh, Sam Smith. Did we just... discovery today. Doing some unholy things over here. That's for <laughs> dang sure. Uh, I'm going to post up the Morgan Wallen, Miley Cyrus TikTok. Yeah. You can see that on the Facebook page. Just search 92.3 WIL. It's Remy and Casey's Hometown Heroes. Brought to you by Air Comfort Service Heating, Cooling, and Insulation. Schedule your AC system check now. Visit aircomfortservice.com. Today we say thank you to Ann Noble of Fenton. Uh, this is a nomination from her husband who says, my wife is a nurse at the VA. She takes care of all the veterans that protected, that have protected our way of life during the pandemic. She had to put all kinds of extra gear on to do her job and gladly took care of all the veterans just like me. She was nominated by her husband, Timothy Key. If you know a hometown hero, nominate them at 923WIL.com. Timothy and... And sent in a request song. They want to hear Walker Hayes. It's fancy like. 92.3 WIL New Country for the STL. It's Remy and Casey on the way out today. We had a lot of fun with this uh, Morgan Wallen who, when it's sped up, sounds like Miley Cyrus. So here's a little bit of Morgan Wallen. Right. We all know that. Right. And then you speed it up a little bit. It sounds like Miley Cyrus. So close. It's so close. I think the one that surprised me the most was I just started playing around with songs and I uh, took Carrie Underwood. And then slowed it down. And who knew there was a Randy Hauser hiding in there? It's so crazy. <laughs> it sounds so similar. Oh my gosh. It's a trend that's been going around on TikTok. Uh, it started with Morgan and Miley, but I don't know. It could go further. I'm going to post that video up on our Facebook page and Instagram and TikTok as yeah. well. Uh, so go check that out. If you haven't followed us on the socials, it's at 923WIL on everything. If you missed anything from the show today, you can always check out the Remy and Casey Show podcast, and we will see you tomorrow. Goodbye. Goodbye. Find Remy and Casey on Facebook. 
Facebook at 92.3 WIL.